0: Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to build relationships, earn trust, land the deal and change lives to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, John Shookman, and I'm so excited to have you with me today. And on today's episode, we are going to continue our series on why realtors fail. So i shared a couple weeks ago that i wanted to share six lessons on the main reasons realtors fail as mentioned i do not want to be debbie downer but i want to give you the information about why most realtors fail so that you can learn from these things and apply these things in your business. So today we are going into part three of why realtors fail. And the reason for that is burnout. Now, when I say burnout, I think everyone knows generally what I mean. It means you get to a point where you are just sick and tired of doing the work you're doing, and you cannot do it anymore because it either does not give you life, does not give you joy, or it does not fulfill your goals. For some people, they get to a point where they're burned out and they will just leave their career and do anything else, no matter what it costs them to do. I know during my time in ministry, I had some moments where I said, why am I doing this? And I realized that ministry in a paid role was no longer for me. Even though I had a Bible degree, I realized this is not for me anymore. And I wanted to do something else. So let's talk about why realtors get burned out. As I spoke about a couple episodes ago, we talked about the average income for realtors. And we talked about how realtors that are working less than 20 hours a week only average making $10,000 a year, while realtors that are working 40 to 60 hours per week were averaging making over $100,000 a year. So as you can see, the numbers are pretty simple. Would you rather make $10,000 a year or $100,000 a year, I would much rather make $100,000 a year. And I think everyone listening to this would as well. But here, is part of the issue. So if a realtor is making $100,000 a year and is working 40 to 60 hours a week, when are they taking a break from their job? When are they relaxing with their family and doing the things that bring them joy? When are they doing the things that bring them calm and peace so that they feel refreshed? And that is the issue with many realtors and why so many realtors leave the business. Burnout. That's why, as we spoke about in earlier episodes, only 80% of realtors last their first two years and 87% of realtors will be completely out of the business within five years. Now, one of the hard things about being a realtor is you are not a W-2 employee, so there is no clocking in and out. As I've stated previously. Previously, there are many benefits to being a realtor and not being a w2 employee but when i was in the banking world i would go in at 8 a.m i would clock out at 4 30 p.m and my day was over i didn't go home and think about work i could relax now i didn't necessarily like those hours and i wanted the freedom to work when i wanted to and where i wanted to there are advantages to being my own boss but part of the hard part is that you can work all the time and never take a break and that is why Realtors get burned out. So how do you avoid getting burned out? One of the things that I have learned is that I had to make personal time in my business. It is so easy to go to bed at one or two or three in the morning after doing a ton of work and then waking up a couple hours later and doing a ton of work the next day. It's like Groundhog Day. Now, as a new realtor, when I started in the business, it really felt like I had to answer the phone 24-7, and I definitely felt that during my first year. To be completely transparent with you, when I get into bed, it is a struggle to not pick up my phone and I definitely need to grow in this area. To be honest, I really should just have my phone charging in another spot that is not by my bed because there are so many times when I try to go to sleep and cannot sleep. Instead of sleeping, I think of all the things that I have to do and should have done that day. So I might get into bed at 10 or 11pm and I might sit there for hours typing notes on my phone of things I need to get done the next day and it can be overwhelming and sometimes keep me up for hours and hours. A few weeks ago, I remember getting in bed at 10pm and laying in bed for five hours, typing up all the things on my mind that I had to do for my real estate business. So again, to have success, yes, you have to put in long hours and long days. You also need that balance. One of the greatest things that I've learned in my career was committing to time that I was not on my phone. I committed to one hour a day where I would not be on my phone. And in that hour, I spent time with my family. I relaxed, I played with my son and I just had some time off the clock. And it was really a game changer for me and it is so nice to just walk away for that hour and know that no one is going to bother you or disturb you. Now when I do this I just make sure I put my phone on do not disturb so that I am not even tempted when I hear a phone call come in or a text message to go over to the phone. Now when I started doing this it was so hard and tempting to not touch my phone. I felt like I would miss an important call or lose a deal by not staring at my phone all day but something I had to realize is that no one was going to be upset with me when they didn't hear back from me for 60 minutes. I really needed that balance and needed that break in my day so that I could feel relaxed and refreshed and not overwhelmed. Another thing that I've learned in my career is that for the first few months in my career, I felt like I had to answer questions 24-7 from my clients. Sometimes I would be answering messages until midnight or 1am or 2 in the morning and message right back as they responded to me. And then I felt like I had to be up the next day at 6am to answer text messages and phone calls that came in in the middle of the night. What I really learned in that time is that if you are known to answer text messages until midnight, 1am, 2am, and then you also answer text messages at 6am, 7am, what you have done is basically tell your clients that they can bother you any time of day. And you have not only told them this, you have invited them to do it. And you have given yourself no freedom and no privacy. And so what I had to do for my clients was basically tell them that if they texted me after 11pm, I would get back to them the next day, or if they texted me early in the morning, I would get to them after 9am. It actually was hilarious as I started to learn this skill, because I would often say to my clients, if you do not hear from me in two hours, I am dead. (laughs) Now, it often got a chuckle, but the point of it really was to tell my clients that I needed balance and I needed some time off the clock, and I also needed my clients to know that I might be doing other things, and you are not going to always get a response from me in four and a half minutes. When I began doing this with my clients, it created so much peace, knowing that I did not have to respond to them immediately. It also taught them that I would get back to them, but it might be a few hours. Now that my business has really gone and I've gotten busier, I don't have the bandwidth to respond within two hours, but I do make sure to set the expectation with them. Hey, you'll probably hear from me in four or five hours, or hey, you'll probably hear from me before the end of the weekend is out, were simple things that I said to set the expectation. I needed that margin in my life so that I did not get burned out in this job because real estate is a job where you can get burned out if you do not set those boundaries. And I've seen it happen to many friends and I don't want it to happen to you. So I really hope these things resonate with you. And I hope that you can commit to a time where you are not on your phone or not answering emails and tell your family about it and make some goals for this so that you have some time where you are off the clock. There has to be balance. You have to be able to not answer your phone at all hours of the day. And there has to be a balance where you can get back to your clients in a timely manner, but also have some freedom in your career to not work 24 seven. Now, I hope this encourages you that if you don't want to be burned out, you have to set boundaries with your clients and other realtors that you work with. And I hope you can apply these things in your real estate career so that you feel more peace and you feel like you have some margin in your life. And so with that, I will see you on the next episode where we talk about part four of why realtors fail doing real estate work part time. I'll see you then.